But if I do that, then I'm just gonna get blasted off into the unknown again, won't I? I'm good with that. Yeah, I'll help in any way I can. Welcome back, uh, hackers to Kingdom Hearts Recorded, where today we'll be tumbling down the old rabbit hole, <laughs> as we are wont to do. That old well, she's still got some oil in her. Um, <laughs> I am your, I am your, um... Mad Lib as a mechanic, <laughs> Kevin. Joined by my tiny paper craft gremlin, Marshall. <laughs> Alright, we got through it. And today, on an exciting new installment of Kingdom Hearts by Hearts, we are plunging Wonderland for all of its... All of its binary secrets and treasures waiting to be uncovered. Truly. Uh, which is to say, um, we're going to be basically going on a glorified fetch quest for the entire episode. Um, but Yeehaw. we're not exactly mad at it. Mm -hmm. So we'll discuss. Yay! So we shall. <laughs> oh boy, so... Let's see, where did we leave off? So, we did a thing, there was a keyhole, mm -hmm. uh, then a message in the journal, yeah. and then, oh, it's a new world. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, Mickey and friends said, I wonder what will happen next week. Let's tune in to find out. <laughs> well, here we are, baby. Yeehaw. It's next week already. <laughs> So, um, as inelegant as Wonder or um, the game's transitions are, uh, we did start at Wonderland immediately. Um, so this last, the first bit is a little foggy to me. Yeah, it you can't save until after. Yeah, it it basically <laughs> for those who aren't playing when it kicks you when you start a new world. It you still have a like, bit of there's dialogue. no world map to bounce to exactly. <laughs> it just kind of kicks you like you like you're into the fire in the next world. So you're immediately into a new cutscene explaining what the hell is going on here, X Y Z X Y Z. So like this one, we jumped in. We'll go through it obviously, and then it's like a fight, and then another cutscene before you can actually move around the world. Is Sora? I think. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you have to get pretty involved before you reach a clean stopping point. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, from what I remember, you jump on in, you meet Alice, and she's, oh, I've forgotten everything. <laughs> oh, what is a girl to do? Poor thing. Uh, but oh, look, those horrible monsters. Ah! Um, so yeah, you gotta, you gotta fight some Heartless, um, and then... You can kind of, you know, 
go off into the wild blue yonder. Uh, except for all these blocks. Oh, no. Oh, jeez, they're here too. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Well, good thing you called the Blockbusters, baby. Oh, so, God. Yeah. Here we are. So, what 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 is the, the gimmick of Wonderland, kiddos? Uh, nothing is real. Everything is permitted. Uh... Well, yes, that too. <laughs> but I was I was gonna make some sort of cheeky Splatoon play. Um, it's 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 Inklings. <laughs> I can't hold all these Inklings. Ah. Are they kids or squids? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there are glorified collectible of the world. Mm. There are sixteen Inklings in all. The legends say. Um, and basically, yeah, they're like little Mad Libs. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So when you're talking to Alice, she's like, oh, I can't, I can't remember anything. Let's see. What is my name? And then you get a little fill in the blank. And then I, I don't remember exactly how it plays out, but I'm pretty sure that first inkling is just Alice. And then you tell yes. her, here's your name, yeah. you crazy broad. Yeah, you Keep show up after that fight, the Cheshire Cat does his, his, his Cheshire Cat things. Or is it, he just kind of, he, he just screws right. with you. But yeah, the the little gameplay element points out the shining inkling in the corner, like on a block or something. When you pick it up, it, I guess for reference, for anyone, for anyone playing, I guess for honestly, both honestly, the inkling like is like kind of like a key item, essentially. So there are several mm-hmm. over the course of this world. So if you ever need to go into your inventory and look, you can kind of see what you've gotten so far without having to come back and talk to other characters. Um, but yeah, each inkling is a word, and it's kind of just a fill in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a very simplified dialogue tree. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, they're basically just, yeah, as you said, glorified key items where do you have the thing you need to proceed no well get back out there and look you <laughs> idiot and yeah it turns into a bit of a bit of a goose chase uh cause yeah it's like a key that unlocks a key that unlocks a key um, <laughs> so you have to talk to different characters to get different inklings to then talk to other characters and yeah I got a little lost once or twice. Yeah, definitely. too crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny how... So once Alice uh, gets all caught up to memory, um, Sora asks, Hey, have you seen a keyhole around here? And, yeah, miraculously, Alice knows exactly what he's talking uh, about. Look, I asp. Even though... I, yeah, even though as we discussed in depth last episode, the keyhole is just a bunch of nondescript um, blocks, but somehow she realized, oh, that's a keyhole. <laughs> what well, I think it's unless they're saying, hmm, I think it's like it's, it starts as a keyhole. Yeah, I th- and I th- then breaks. I, I think know. it's different per. I think it's different per world, almost like real. I say real keyholes because obviously we're in the datascape right now. Mm. So like Traverse Town was okay. the blocks, whereas we know real Traverse Town, it's in uh, the fountain. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think I they're guess, yeah yeah I didn't yeah they're luckily just not a random L blocks every time. Luckily, we're not playing Tetris every world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now that you say it, yeah, that actually didn't happen. But th- I don't remember the actual keyhole either. So it's yeah. uh, it's in the bird cage where she's trapped in. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember it, but I don't remember seeing it. <laughs> oh, it's like I think. In our last segment before the boss stage, you just really walk up to it and examine it. I don't think you can actually see it. She's just like, it's there, Sora, right. when we eventually get yeah, there. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Another one of those things where the game just tells you and you have to be like, okay. Yeah. So I'll be curious how the 2.5 cutscene portrays this, because this is like all... I guess mm-hmm. like the last one was just, again, yeah. we're getting the four blocks, but then it, it ends in a cutscene which leads to the keyhole, or this one's like a whole mini-action instance before you plunge into the boss fight. Yep. So, yeah, it's off to the races to find uh, the keyhole. But before that, we got to find some inklings to get Alice's memory jogged. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we start off in not Queen's Castle, but like the foyer, essentially. Yeah, it's called, it's reference um, to the clearing, but it's, it's very similar to if you play KH1. You know the air, this, the one singular main save point in Wonderland that's not the rabbit hole. It it looks like yep. an altered version of that, basically. So there's a bunch of offshoots, and yeah, like the main save point, like a Moogle shop here and stuff. So and it's where Alice will stay. So uh, anytime you come back in, you can try to do the Inkling challenge with her if you think you have all the stuff. Yeah. So um. Yeah. We were given instruction by old Cheshi to go get the Inklings, but before we are off, we get a visit from everyone's favorite bad guy, not bad guy, the Black <laughs> oh. uh, who basically just negs Sora into doing the thing that he was already doing, so thanks... Thanks for your help. <laughs> I, I wonder who it is. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, yeah. It, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> we will. <laughs> so, yeah, we can finally play for realsies. So that's exciting. Um, and we've got some new gamey gamey things. Uh, as seems to be the pattern with any new world, they like to introduce a big new feature. So yes, yeah, the big new one is the cheat tuner, um, which is kind of as the name implies, it's like a little gameplay modifier, um, which it's kind of like a wager. Right, mm-hmm. where you can kind of change one thing, but it kind of debuffs you. So it's like risk reward. So in this case, the first cheat is the loot cheat, which increases enemy drop rates, but decreases uh, your health yeah. in the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, uh, very roguelite. Truly, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny going back and which, piecing the mechanics together. Yeah, yeah. That's um, 
that's kind of the takeaway I'm I'm consolidating overall with the game. It's like there's lots of little interesting ideas that if they just kind of smush them together a little bit more, it could have been really interesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, this the cheat tuner. It's a fun idea. Um, I don't really see the application yet because enemy drops aren't really wowing me, but maybe that's because I don't have the cheat tuner turned up. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, I guess we should also mention there's a, there's a few cheat tuners throughout the game. So the, there's a loot one. The difficulty one is like the generic one you start with, but that's also, um, yeah. in terms of accessibility, I like that because most cage games at, at the start of a save you say you cannot you, change this later yeah it's do you want to play beginner do you want to play standard do you want to play proud do you want to play critical so this one lets you cycle through it at your leisure i forgot i was playing proud mode until we popped into wonderland and i started messing around with the matrix again um for the difficulty it's just i think the item if loot cheat is better drop rate i think difficulty cheat is item i guess quantity yeah the amount of things that drop from enemies increases so it's a little yin and yang oh wait is it like the difficulty like modifies the different cheats or are you saying it does that no regardless? yeah they, they should be independent of one another but you can kind of use okay, them to, I, to customize your playthrough with the difficulty one yeah it, it didn't say anything yeah changing i had to i had <laughs> so, to go back because like, okay. um uh for those who aren't playing when you're messing around with the stat matrix when you're in any menu the top screen and the bottom screen of the ds are uh different uh displays so when you're messing around with the stat matrix it shows you some other stuff on the top screen but yeah i did the same thing so of like done. what benefits do i get by messing with the mm -hmm. difficulty and it just says, like, proud, standard, critical. Like, none of the numerical values change. And I was like, well, that's dumb. And then I remember looking at the description, and it it just blatantly says, like, increased difficulty will uh... increase item, um, the amount of items dropped. So, yeah. I, the other values, I think, are going to be messed around when we get this, this um, cheat tuner, and then the other cheat tuners will then affect those numbers. But I had the same thing of, uh, you know, looking at the puzzle when we have, like, a fifth of it, and then being very confused. Yeah, yeah okay. Maybe I'll go back and fiddle. I was, for a hot minute, I was on beginner, but I cranked it up to standard. This go-round. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, now that I know there's an actual benefit, maybe I'll I'll join you in the Proud Boys. Yes. Well, not that Proud Boys. Um, <laughs> oh. the Proud Gamers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think I've been... I had the one death in... Well, I guess I had one death this world, too. So I'm 0 for 2, 1 for 1. I've had one death Traverse Town, one death here. Um, but yeah, hmm. Proud's pretty... Proud feels okay. It doesn't feel overbearing or very hard. So I'm curious what critical would feel like yeah. but i'm probably going to play through most yeah. of it i'm proud until i get to like the really egregious parts that may pop up here and there um but yeah well if it's like all the other handheld kingdom hearts games it'll be woefully unbalanced and <laughs> not very fun we'll see towards the end that's where i remember a lot of my headaches from this game coming from so i'm enjoying that yeah, i'm really enjoying the first few hours and i will 
I'm very hesitant on what we'll experience at the very end, so we'll uh, we will find. Yeah, that so far out. it's a pretty solid curve. Yeah. Um. So yeah, whilst we're tinkering around the matrix, uh, they're not exactly new, but uh, there are uh the debug blocks that prevent you from yes. getting to certain parts of the grid, and now I forget where it came from, but we have a debug device. Uh, which we can blah, 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 which we can use to remove said blocks. Yeah, and proceed. Mm-hmm. I I don't, I don't think they're item drops, but they're like at the end of a system sector when you have the rewards list. They're they're I feel like they're most yeah. more than likely there, or there might be a specific um, not regular prize block like the rare prize block, the one that takes like a full combo to knock out. You might find one like hiding in yes, there. Yes, I think that's where I got my second one. Yeah, I when I was doing this world, I was paying attention to what dropped from what, because um, then we talked about that last episode. So definitely the rare prize box yep. feel they they are the, essentially the chests of Recoded, like they yeah, drop like exactly. commands and important items and things like this. So. I definitely got to keep an eye out for those. Mind you, I try to get as much as I can, but you know, especially like this is an important big pointy finger in that direction type of deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like having the, the debugger is very useful and it's not always clear. Like as I was saying last episode, like what's worth going out of your way for. And yeah, mm-hmm. for like, Big chunky prize blocks usually have something pretty good. So yes, yes, yes. I will yes. say though, it's kind of. I feel like it'd be more strategic to use those if you could actually see what was on the other side. That's because right now it's just kind of a gamble. Yeah, that's the uh, error. I shouldn't say error, but like the the air of mystery right now is the big ones you first see. Next to that second CPU we opened last um, last world, there are two like abilities, so you can't see exactly what it is until you use the you know use mm-hmm. the resource and then you put in chips to get to it. If it were like um, a gear matrix or a command matrix, you know, like okay, I'm blocked off from like a new accessory or getting an extra command slot. Right. But yeah, once the abilities, you don't know what's what. And I think I I think I. I definitely have two debugs. I definitely did one of them because I want to hold on to one just in case. But yeah, one of them was high jump, I think, or uh, combo plus. <gasps> oh my! Yeah, I got air slide and high jump. This uh, was world. I'm already schmoovin'. <laughs> yeah, I got I got air slide. Did not get high jump. Um, it's annoying because there's one spot where you absolutely need it. Um, yeah, I get combo plus. I don't remember where, but I've only yeah I've only used one. Okay, then it might be the debug, which might be the other one, other one because I think I at the end yeah. of the world towards the end I got a third one, so then I used the second one, something like that. Oh my, okay, but yeah. Right. So so far, uh, it, in like an environment like that, you can very quickly go from I guess I'll spend my rare resource to well I didn't want or you know maybe that's not like akin to my play style, but. The ones I've used so far, the reward has been worth it. So, f- fingers crossed, the rest of the stat matrix will hopefully somewhat align like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. There hasn't been a point where I've been like, oh, well, that was dumb. Yeah. Um, so, so far, so good. So, yeah, it's 
usually I'm very conservative with that sort of like resource allocation, especially for like, you know, like your stats and everything. Mm -hmm. but, I, yeah, I yeah. realized kind of, I'm not sure if it's a legitimate strategy or something people have actually done because I don't think I've watched uh, anyone play through Coded since the game came out, but I realized when we were doing maybe Traverse Town that you can't replace chips unless you have chips in your inventory. So I started like holding on yes. to like one or two blank chips um, just in case uh, I wanted to swap some, something around basically. Yeah, because we talked about it last time, but when you connect CPUs, the chips in between then get doubled. So you want to put all your useful stuff there. Yes. So yeah, there was a point, I think at the start of Wonderland, I just held on to my chips and used them. And then halfway through, I went back and I pulled all the blank chips out of the main path and stuck like the stat boosters yep, I did in the there. Same thing. Yeah. So I could, you know, make the most out of that, essentially. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you could really optimize it by pulling all your other chippies um, from other non doubled paths um, and like kind of focus them. But right now, like, yeah, I just swap in the blank ones um, and just really prioritize level ups. Definitely. If I have any strewn about. Yeah. But yeah. It's the go one's good. So yeah. let's see. One final little gameplay uh, point that we should address because we totally botched it last episode is your Keyblade chips do, in fact, modify the Keyblade's appearance. Yes. So that's exciting. And my, my goodness, wishing wishing stars day has finally come. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> like I'm I'm convinced because knowing what Wonderland's Keyblade is, I'm convinced they chose the worlds to like represent the uh the underused keyblades because there's so few of them in this game. Oh true. <laughs> so they're like, you know what? They're gonna use Wishing Star. And they're gonna like this, it. This, I'm about to say this is like Wishing Star's time in the sun. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever be used as much <laughs> as it's used in Coded. Absolutely, and yeah, it's a little different. So yeah, we always like to talk about like, you know, what's new with Keyblades in each game because they're always a little unique. So in Cage Two, they have abilities. Um, Birth by Sleep, they don't really too much um and then yeah uh days they have full-on unique combos mm -hmm. and yeah and coded it's interesting because you have the whole um the the skill tree or whatever it's claw i guess the clock gauge is the gauge but action tree thing yeah yeah and yeah it's it's pretty involved now that I'm seeing it in action. Mm. So, Kingdom Key was your basic stuff like your, you know, attack and magic ups and defense ups and whatnot. Mm. Um, and your, I think it had haste. Um, and then Wishing Star is a little more supportive, meaning you get defense abilities. Um, Namely, the main one that I've noticed is auto dodge, which I don't know if that abilities come up in any other cage game. Question mark. It's a good question because I was looking at auto dodge, and one of the other things is auto block, 
I think it. Okay, yeah, it was. Um, it was in. It was in days as well, but it's only in days and recoded. So oh, the okay. so the two, uh, vanilla DS games yeah. both have it. Yeah, because I was like, this looks familiar and almost the environment and UI, and I'm like, oh, it's a it's a days thing. That's why. There you go. Um, so yeah, Wishing Star is a little more. Um, yeah, as I said, defense oriented, which is cool. Um, and yeah. I forget the starter finisher it has. It's not, it's not energy beam. It's like, I don't remember. <laughs> I think that the, the finisher still depends on what you put in. I, I don't, does it, I don't think it should. Doesn't it like come with one though? And then you can swap that out or am I just totally. I don't think so. Cause I still had energy bomb, uh, for the first bit oh, of this okay. world. Never mind. So yeah, I think then. I think the finish stays as whatever you have. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed using uh, Wishing Star, which is not yeah. a sentence most people would say unless they play Conan. Yeah. Like I was thinking okay. of this, and I was thinking of Lady Luck too, because that's this world's Keyblade. Um, as you mentioned earlier, they're both heavily underutilized in their other games because the only other games besides one is chain of memories which they have like their attack value their recoil value things like that but they aren't super utilized essentially whereas holy cow look look you know look what bullshit we can pull off essentially here uh it's pretty fun yeah yeah and the other cool part is um yeah you can level them up so theoretically they stay useful for the whole game, although I have a feeling that the late game Keyblades will still inevitably outclass them in every way feasible. Yeah, I'll be curious because I do like, um, I think the ones that stuck out to me for Wishing Star Brick Wall, which is your attack is not interrupted by taking damage. So you, oh, yes, yes, that's the that other That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, attack Haste, I think, is in the default one of the default clock abilities, which is just you swing quicker and just, just make, you know, game goes quicker. It's yes. a very feels good ability. So. Yeah. It's the Ventus D link. Yeah. Essentially, which we love. Um, yeah. And one cute detail I noticed is slash was extremely confusing at first is it seems each keyblade has a unique level up. Correct. Naming mm-hmm. scheme. <laughs> Because <laughs> Wishing Star upgrades to Wishing Star Star. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what does this mean? Does this mean it's like already like maxed out? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, but then I leveled it up again. Then it was Wishing Star equal Star. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah, it's I see. meant to look like a shooting star as you level it up. What I think is a very cute detail. <laughs> I, I, I am bracing myself for the final upgrade to just be an eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just looks very inappropriate. Um, but yeah, it's fun. And it makes you wonder how far does Kingdom Hearts or Kingdom Key go? Slash. So it operates Kingdom Key, it goes 1.5 to 2.5, but this was before the HD collections were even a a twinkle in the motor's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, not sure what's going on with that. Is it going to go up to 3.5, 4.5? I, I, I think... Yeah. I'll double check. I think I definitely, max, I definitely max mines out, and I think it maxes out at th- level 3. Maybe? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. 1.5 2, 2.5 So, yeah. Huh. So fair, wild. That one's fairly standard. The rest have, like, cute little flavor names to them. Yeah, I'm curious. Maybe, maybe luck could be, like, the suit. I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we got a new Keyblade in hand. So let's, let's go out there and show the world what we're made of. So, woohoo! Yeah, Wonderland. You start out. In the clearing. And yeah, um, it's basically, it it takes a lot of things I didn't like about Traverse Town and kind of fixes them where, yeah, it's pretty open-ended and it, it's much more, hmm, it's less stop and go-y, which is... Again, you know, kind of a nature of the tutorials are kind of slowing down, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I feel like because it's so non-structured and you can kind of just chip away at it however you want, like, yeah, it's just things flow much quicker. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. Really, you're only getting stopped to talk to those characters, but by talking to them, you know, you're getting the inklings, so it's still, like, pretty active and you're kind of problem-solving still, and then... You'll get, like, quick cutscenes of, oh, the maze, something weird is happening. And then that leads into the the debug sectors. Um, so, yeah, this world just felt much more like, all right, I'm in, I'm in the flow. I'm in the zone. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, like, having a pretty good time with it for the most part. Yes. Um, I, I enjoyed it much so, more than I thought I would yeah. remembering this game. <laughs> Yeah, and especially, you know, considering Wonderland. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I was... <laughs> like, I, I think was, most people are pretty tired of that world, but... Yeah, I was, I was thinking back to OG Wonderland, which is... Uh, this oh, one has a oh, similar vibe to it, definitely, oh, oh, but it's not... Oh, oh, crap, I went through yeah. this door, now I can't go back the same way, because I got shot back out to the bizarre yeah. room, but at a 43 degree angle hitting the wall and going yep. into the book. So it, it has a little bit more structure yeah, to it, but also letting you still kind of weave through the areas, luckily. Yeah. Yeah, so like the main sort of, um, I don't know, level design quirk is the hedge maze, which we already saw in days, but they kind of flipped it on its head, uh, literally. Uh, so now it's more of a top-down view. Yep. Um, and yeah, for anyone who's broken into Hyrule Castle and Ocarina of Time, this is going to be very familiar. There you go. <laughs> Just got to watch out for Dim Dare guards who, yeah, are pretty vigilant. They, they catch your sniff real quick, like, and then you gotta, you gotta hustle to, to shake them loose. <laughs> uh, it's it it a little stressful, oh, but oh, yeah. you can use the map <laughs> on the lower screen to kind of plan out your route so that's handy yes um, i remember that heavily and i i literally walked past the first card soldier got caught and i was like 
no, I remember what I need to do, and just don't even. I don't even look at the top screen. I just look directly at the, yeah, the map. I started doing that too. And, yep. <laughs> Go to strat. Basically, just playing Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, because the guards, they don't have to be facing you. If you get too close to them, they'll they'll turn and be like, "What's going on?" And yeah. then they're yeah. about as fast as Sora, maybe a little faster, because they'll catch up to you if you're kind of unsure or you falter for like a hot sec. So. You really got to be on your toes and kind of have a vague idea of where you want to go. So looking at the map just makes that so much easier. Yes, absolutely. Because at first, so when you first show up in the maze, I think there's like a little quick explainer. And then it mentions like, you can't use, (laughs) I think it literally says something like, uh, you can't use your flashy commands, (laughs) which I thought was funny for the game to be like so self-referential like that's how like (laughs) the players talk about the game but not the game itself so uh, interesting you don't have like a more technical term for this but uh yeah it mentions you can still use your regular attack so i figured okay you can like judo chop the cards to knock him out maybe uh, but that's not the case. No. So I tried hitting them a few times, but each time they're like, "What are you? What are you doing, <laughs> idiot child? Yeah. Get out of here!" <laughs> I think you can still like attack. You can still do like things you, I guess, unlocked movement abilities. I guess is the best way to call them. So like, you don't have no need to jump yeah. here, but your high jump and your air slide work here. Mainly dodge roll if you want to like duck behind a corner. I guess really quickly, but yeah, you won't be able to use yeah. any of your command deck stuff at all. Yeah. I guess there are prize blocks scattered throughout the maze, so yeah. that's why you would still need the attack. That's true, so. yeah. Okay. Fine. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the world is truly our oyster here, so we'll just kind of tackle it um, in the order that we went through, slash Marshall, because he took the notes. <laughs> but our first stop is the... Rose Garden, which, yeah, threw me off. All right, wait, hold on. Yes. Yeah, um, the Rose Garden is uh, the Sylph the Co building in my head. <laughs> oh, yes, very accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, this was like the last room, quote unquote, I went to. Okay. Uh, so I was a little confused. This is one of the spots where I got lost. Um, because I think it's, it's, I say one of the first mazes, but you can go in any order, but yeah, what I assume I think... most people would go to first, there's a lowly black card, which is confusing cause he's just <laughs> standing there, not moving. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to walk in front of him. Cause if he catches me, I don't want to start from the beginning, but there's no way forward. So I guess I'll talk to him <laughs> and I want the prize box on the other side. So Luckily, he he is he is friendly. He's a pacifist yeah. NPC. Um, he's got a little inkling puzzle for you. Oh, I'm in trouble because I messed up the blank. Our are gone. Oh my god! And <laughs> he thinks it's something to do with something he grew. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and I basically scoured every which way throughout the rest of the world, and um still did not have any inkling related to growing. 
So finally, I eventually made my way to the Rose Garden. And I was like, oh, okay, there's like four different Inklings in here. Surely this will have what I need. Um, but yeah, it's got a whole little portal system, which at first when you see it, you're like, oh God, this is going to take forever. Um, but yeah, not not too bad as far as... Mm-hmm, yeah, definitely. The potential it had to be annoying. <laughs> exactly. It can be kind of annoying when you lose, when you're about halfway through and you're just kind of like, all right, I went this way, that way, I grabbed an inkling, I hit a dead end. Where is the branching pathway? <laughs> Where did I yes. go from yeah. here when I need to go here now? So, yeah, it's uh, it's luckily most of the things, they'll pop you out like in an area where... You you're not you're not taking fifteen turns to then find a gate to then get teleported yes, somewhere exactly. else. It's like um, I know the middle section very well. It spits you out and there's like cool. You can go down the hallway and there's a door on the left or a portal on the left. There's a portal on the right. Fairly simple, luckily, and you just you do luckily have some sense of where you are. Um, unlike the self code joke I made from po- from Pokemon Red and Blue. It'll, like, zoom. The camera zooms to wherever you're going. So you do get kind of an idea where you are. Yeah, yeah. So there is some recognition after a while, luckily. So, yeah. It's not, uh, like you said, it's not as bad as it could have been. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of inklings in here. So it's pretty satisfying to scoop them all up. um, Yeah. Including the, the, the beloved... Red Rose Inkling, what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, whilst you're traversing the maze, we got some quote-unquote new faces to fight, which is basically all the mages that we know and love. Uh, So we got the blue Rhapsodies, the yellow operas. Um, So... Yeah, the boys are back in town. At this point... Yes, for sure. Um, I made sure to diversify my commands, so I had one of each spell, basically. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> although I can't tell, do they? Do they like? Res- okay, are they healed by their spell? Do, do they take no damage, or do they take very little damage? Because I feel like I use some thunders on some yellow operas, and like. I didn't see a healing animation, and I may have seen their HP chip down a little bit, but I can't be sure. Let's take a little looky-loo. Or maybe... Blizzard Zero. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, unlike other games, they don't heal. They're just immune to that element. Okay. Yeah. And is that... Does that include, like, attack commands imbued with the elephant? Element. I was gonna say elephant. Element. <laughs> so like your blizzard edges and whatnot. I would, I would assume so. But is I guess my follow up thought, thought is does that deal just elemental damage or does it right. deal some physical damage? It, yeah, I feel like it might. Yeah, I'm both. I'm pulling up one of the. I just pulled up blizzard edge because it was because I looked up blue rhapsody. So, yeah, physical, element, blizzard, 10% freeze. So I guess, yeah, in theory, it would just absorb, not absorb, just negate all of the damage because it's just damage of this element at the end of the day. Okay. 
Interesting. But yeah. All right. Good to know. But yeah, they're they're little guys, so they don't put up much of a fight anyway. Yeah. Uh, until they're not so little guys, but we'll we'll get to that later. Okay. Um. So yeah. Get some inklings under your belts, and then we make our way to the Lotus Forest, which, yeah, is really just the one room mm-hmm. um, that's pretty, opens up a pretty good amount, and there's some platformy bits to get some prizes through some blocks, um, and yeah, more inklings to scoop up. Yes. So, yeah, it's it's surprisingly complex. I mean, I guess the original Wonderland is pretty complex, but like it was staged in a way where you can only ever access like one path at a time, mm-hmm. really. So it seems pretty simple at first until you start getting more items and stuff to get the flowers and whatnot. Um, but here, yeah, like it's all just kind of out there in the open. Um, really the only thing blocking you is inklings to unlock certain paths but even then mm-hmm. I think it's really just the um, the tea party that like you can't get to from the beginning correct um, I think the tea party and maybe, maybe the bizarre room you might have I think it's one yeah. of these tricky entrances in the lotus forest but yeah to, to jump off exactly what you were saying it's because everything is to kind of throw you for a loop there's just like again like the Lotus Forest has, like, three or four exits, but they don't throw you in a skew directions. You can still backtrack easily. We're in original Wonderland. Yes. I feel like I have very vivid memories of getting chucked into the Bizarre Room, and then I have to jump back to the original opening ear doorknob to then go back to the main Queen's Courtyard to then go back to Lotus yeah. Forest. So, backtracking's not a pain in this one. And I was gonna say, some areas... I do feel better, like, I shouldn't say better, I feel less claustrophobic, like, there's less going on in the Lotus Forest, but it's still probably on the yep. Y-axis side of things. It's still as tall as the original one was, but there's nothing, like, again, making it feel cluttered and um, just crowded, essentially. So it feels a little better to actually run through. And, again, like I said, you can just, if you run into a room and you're like, I don't want to be here, you don't have to jump through 15 hoops to go back the same way. You can just turn around. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little annoying having to go through the mazes again. Um, mm-hmm. Just because you still have to dodge the cards and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, yeah, pretty easy to get around. Um, what, what did confuse me, and maybe it's just because I hadn't, realize that they were all separate rooms mm-hmm. is um so like there's like multiple mazes and they all have like slightly different names yes um, there are there are uh, two of them so it, okay it can be kind of confusing if you don't recognize them definitely yeah so i think the one on the left is the hedge maze and the one on the right with the black card you were mentioning i believe is the aimless path so Okay. Yeah, two separate mazes, yeah. not counting the Rose Garden, but that is, I guess that technically is one of the other ones, but it's visually distinct right. from the other two. But yeah, you can, for a second you are like, alright, which which maze am I in for a second? But luckily they both lead back yeah. to the main clearing, 
So you can kind of get you. Yep. You're not lost for again, like going through three different rooms to be like, oh, I'm here. It's you know, you're next to that main concourse pretty frequently. So you're you might be thrown for a loop, but then you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I know where the hell I am now, and then go about your merry way. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say the one thing that like confused me is when you backtrack to one of them it becomes a debug zone. Yes. <laughs> but... Maybe both of them, actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first I thought, like, it was the same one that then oh. produced a second debug, but then I realized, oh, no, this is a different one Yeah, that has its own, and now it's time to... Yeah. But, um, yeah, speaking of debug zones, so... So this one actually does, like, glitch, quote-unquote, um, in an interesting way where like it has an impact on the gameplay <laughs> and you can actually tell what's going on versus oh no the the gizmo shop is kind of flat <laughs> or oh no there's blocks or the bridge is missing ah um, <laughs> so yeah the first one is pretty straightforward it's just oh my gosh, uh, the 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 card soldiers turned it to Karibo, and now there's a thousand of them. Ah, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Which is to say, it kind of bottlenecks you into a very specific path to find the um the debug portal, um, which yeah, they actually kind of they, they yeah. They finally open up the debug, so it's like actually kind of difficult yes. <laughs> to find them. Uh, there's one in the bizarre room later that it's not like hard, but like mm-hmm. yeah, you actually have to like play the little sleuthing game. Yeah, yeah, that one threw me for a loop because I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know where it was, but then I went around clearing everything and like got confused. But yeah, yeah, there's luckily the debugs in this are actually pretty smart at the end of the day. Yeah, so, yeah, for this first one, uh, once you find the portal and jump on in, or, uh, I don't know which one ladders up to which, uh, but regardless of which debug zone you enter first, uh, we get a new gimmick slash mechanic slash I don't know yeah I, I don't know if this is like retroactive for the Traverse Town um, hmm. debug zones but yeah there's now a reward system not unlike the cheat tuner where you can kind of up the ante to get more loot so you basically wager your system points against yourself to accomplish a bonus objective basically um so for example uh, i think the first one was um it was like don't take damage more than 14 times or something like that yeah um, i i revisited one of the system sectors i think it was this first one or the second one because I did die, so I did have to redo it to get all the rewards. And I was curious. I think I think it's this one. It might, it might be the one with the hyperactive cards. But one of them is like a multi-floor one. And that one, 
I was curious, does it repeat? Do the challenges repeat? Do the floors repeat? Mm -hmm. And so the challenges were... I don't remember if they were different or not. Crap. (laughs) I think they were. I think maybe Mm. one of them was different. So I'm not sure if it's like a roll on a table or an assigned objective. Ah, I have to look into it now. Well, I feel like one of them was definitely tailored to the floor. Yeah. Um, Which we'll get to. But... Yeah, it's it's interesting. So each time I wagered 50% because they seemed pretty doable. Mm-hmm. Um, the damage one was probably like the most, uh, oh, I'm stressed. There was also a timed one, like beat it in under 300 seconds, which not hard. But if you're trying to go out of your way to get the prize blocks, it gets a little like, uh, I'm stressed. Yeah. Um, but then some of them are just complete jokes of like... <laughs> Don't use a recovery command, which, okay, that wasn't even in my deck, so wasn't planning on it. Um, And then there was one. I forget what it was, but it was like, why wouldn't you use... Why wouldn't you go all in on this? Maybe it was the recovery one. But, the yeah, there were some that were just like... Like, defeat a certain number of Heartless of like, okay, like... There's no reason not to, like, wager this, because it's a very doable task. Yeah, um, unless you're under level or in a hard difficulty, maybe. It's it's fairly easy to do, for, luckily for that one. Yeah. But, think. again, it's very... I could see this in a little roguelike, because that's kind <laughs> of what, you know, the system sectors are like, you know, between going to the different floors. Um, yeah. Like, okay, this is interesting and very new for kingdom hearts like none of the other games really do stuff like this um i was trying to think yeah like even in like the coliseums and stuff like they're all pretty straightforward like how you get your rewards and everything yeah so yeah it's it's interesting um the one tricky one and the one that i think tips the hat of like the challenges being pre-assigned is it was i think destroy 30 blocks and it was the floor with the um little little centicore yeah the, the core blocks one was definitely that one was static i feel like i yes. had so some maybe some are on the table and some are gonna be static no matter what because yeah i think when i did whichever system sector was three floors I think the first floor was different. The second one was mildly different from the first one I did. And the third one was exactly the same. So it might differ per oh, system, okay, system okay, sector. Okay. But there, there is a little bit of variance there. So, yeah, I definitely... Nice. Oh, I forget which one it was. It's one that I actually biffed on pretty badly. It's, uh, it's the non-recovery command one. I think that was the multi-floor <laughs> one. There's three big rooms and then... You have to go to one of the rooms to find the one or two, like, bugged Heartless, and then the portal is in, like, the farthest room from you. And I went back to that central room. Uh, It's the equivalent of uh, days when you're on a mission. It's like, there's a powerful Heartless nearby. I think it says maybe actually the exact same text, but I fought an Eliminator, which is like a red defender from KH1. Oh, so huh. I was like, I, oh yeah, I completely missed that. Huh. You might have to. I think the second time I didn't face him, and the first time I definitely eliminated every heartless. So it might be 
there might be like kind of like a hidden prerequisite or it might be just completely random we will uh, we'll discover that as we go along but yeah he i was like okay i will like hit it i'll see how good i am against it didn't do much damage and it's again it's the don't use a recovery thing so i was like let me get out of there and then he yeah. like he teleports like fucking goku and then all of his attacks oh. do statuses. I have flashback to days. Oh, no. The, of like, oh, yeah, the weird, like, one-ton status, which is no jumps. The ones that reset your stats to level one. Um, the ones that confuse your controls. And I'm like, I'm not having a fun time oh, anymore! Sounds like a joy. Yeah, and it, it's that weird pit level uh, two. So as I'm trying to jump out of the pit, I'm getting hit, getting knocked down, getting a status. And I'm like, I just want to leave. I just want to go home. The one where it's like, it's just kind of like a ring and then the center is like lowered and there's a few little block towers. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's where I fought him. I I was truly like trapped in there with him. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, that sounds... Sounds like a quite a pickle you found yourself in. A little bit. (laughs) But... Okay, yeah, I'll have to keep an eye out for those baddies. Because, yeah, I'm starting to um, explore the system sectors a little more um, and actually, like, kind of going out of my way to take out all the Heartless. Nice. Because, um, yeah, with these little wagers now, it definitely behooves you to get as much SP as you can. Definitely. Um, I, I just like the little rewards at the end. It's it's truly just the carrot of the yeah, stick for me. I, I, I really just want to get them all and be like, I did it! Yay! Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um... So, yeah, through various um, debugs, you will eventually get the Watch Inkling, which you can take to that there White Rabbit, Mm -hmm. who will then give you the Trial Inkling. Uh, So, from there, you can make your way to the Bazaar Room. And oh no, the doorknob is a skill. So he's like at a weird, like thirty-five fine. degree angle, being like, "Help me!" Yeah. Or actually, he's like very not affected. You know, his bit is like, uh, "Something woke me up from my nap," and I, I honestly don't think he even cares that he's like screwed up right now. Yeah, yeah, like it, it doesn't really read as a glitch as just. Wonderland yeah, being like Wonderland. Called the repairman. <laughs> yeah. At the doorknob. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. Um, but yeah, this is the bizarre room, which is confusing because. Yes. So you start off small on the table, but like super small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're on the table, and there's like this block facade that you can kind of shimmy around to the other side but then there's a prize block but you're too small to hit it so then you go back around and then you drink the bottle which grows you big but not big big just slightly big as in still small but big enough to take out that prize block (laughs) (laughs) so they're like doing the, the like the shrinky growy thingy from the first game obviously but i didn't really experiment with the bottles after that so i don't know like is it just those two sizes and that's it or 
I honestly don't even think you can go back to being super small. It might just be a one time. Don't forget to drink your, yeah. your don't forget to drink your thing, kid. Because I think I went back. Because spoiler alert, not really. Because um, we kind of we kind of went over all the system sector stuff. But the system sector uh, entrance is gonna be on the table. So I think I went back to the yes. bottle because I think I messed up yes. and hit that prize block. But it's kind of like a good stepping stone if you use it first and then come back and hit it. So yeah, I went back to the bottles to see if I could, if I went small and then back to this size, would it reset the, the block? And I think I went back to the bottles and you can't interact with them anymore. So okay. it might just be a one and done thing. Huh. <laughs> yeah, which like, I mean, I guess that's fine, but like for something, it, it's like one of those weird situations where it kind of punishes veteran players i guess punish is a strong word but like we know that when you drink the bottle in the bizarre room you either get big or you get small so just throw it in here just as like a one-off is very confusing like oh okay yeah i guess i guess that's it like yeah, if there were, like, um, certain areas, like, if you could only access the fireplace if you were the smaller size, or you can only do X if yeah. you're this size thing, that would, that would definitely be more enticing. Now, it's here, it's just kind of like a tip of the hat, and less of, a, like, a mechanic, essentially. Just to remind you. Yeah, like, it <laughs> might as well have just been a cutscene. Yeah. like a little, oh, look at that, they, they did the thing. Not, um, yeah, like a whole... Like, go as far as to, like, interact with this on your own. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Kind of confusing, but... Yeah, new area, debug zone. So, that's exciting. Yay. And then, once you clear that there zone, you will get the doorknob inkling. Mm-hmm. Yay. Well, you'll fix the doorknob. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he gives you the inkling so woohoo which i don't even remember does that one even come into play like it must but i was looking at it earlier mustn't it it's <laughs> so at, at the start the cheshire cat does say not all the inkling memories are gonna belong to alex and some of them may just mm. kind of be hoaxes to begin with or kind of like hints at it basically because mm-hmm. all together there's 16 inklings Alice, you need to bring, like, a certain five to her. There's two that unlock other stuff. Um, like the... Ugh. Like, I know you, you get the watch one, obviously, from the White Rabbit. You get uh, a different one from someone else. And there are some extra ones. Half of the extra ones don't do anything. Like, they're not valid answers. And the other half... Mm-hmm. Once you come back to Alice, you can ask her more questions and elaborate on her memory more, uh, and you'll get a reward for that. But you have to guess right, and then also have the exact inkling. So it's a it's a lot of it's fairly simple if you know and you have the words. But if you don't, you are kind of like thrown thrown around a little bit, essentially. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I had a cookie inkling the whole time, and I was just like, what. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I literally have a list in front of me. So, yeah, the, I know the cookie doesn't do anything. The looking glass, the red roses mm-hmm. don't do anything, and the heartless one are just decoy inklings, essentially. They'll never work when in, in any scenario. Interesting. 
And then yeah, there's okay. there's the one that there's the rabbit one or the one you get from the white rabbit, I should specify. And yeah, there's the one that you give to that card soldier who gives you another inkling which you do need. So I think that yeah, the doorknob is is one for the extra reward, but you do need to give the black card soldier in the aimless path the white rose is one because he gives you the queen of hearts one that you need to progress the main story. Yes. So okay. definitely can throw yes. you off for, for a bit, definitely. Especially, I I think I just talked to Alice out of curiosity, like maybe 25 minutes yep. in. Like, I come back to the clearing and I'm like, all right, just like, what can I do? Because I forget if, um, spoiler, not spoiler even actually, you need to have all five correct answers to progress the story. I forgot if you could mm-hmm. give them to her in segments, basically. Uh, the answer is no. The game makes you select choices until you do, like, a certain amount of wrong choices, and then it prompts a random fight, because uh, I forget the in-game lore reasoning. But, yeah, you answer too many things wrong for oh, her. And, weird. Yeah. Because there's there's no, there's just no cancel option. There's Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I definitely I, don't have enough. I talked to her, <laughs> and I, I noticed that, because I was like, all right, let me... Let me go find the Inklings then. Like, get me out of this, because you end up in, like, yeah, a, a loop. But I just clicked on one of the question marks, and that booted me out. Yeah. Like, there's okay. no fight. So, huh. Yeah, that's so weird. That's yeah. so weird, but you think goes <laughs> Wonderland. Surely. <laughs> oh, lordy. Okay, so. Um, yeah. Let's see. By now, we have just about all the inklings we need. Um, yep. I guess we should cover the other hedge maze's little gimmick, which is the turbo cars dun, who dun, move dun, real dun, fast. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It's pretty fun because it kind of tricks you. Because at first, because so I did the one with um, the. Um, the million cards at first. The yeah, squadron. I, I did the other way around, so I hit the hyperactive guys gotcha. first, okay. and it's so it's I. I assumed it was like another similar, like impassable thing. Like, okay, the bug door is gonna be like right by you, um, but no. it wasn't. So I was like, uh, okay, so what, what 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 am I supposed to do? I can't get it anywhere. They're too fast. They're too fast for me. <laughs> Uh, but then I realized if you look close enough at the map, there are these little, little hidey holes that they don't pass through, but you still got to time it right. Yep. So yeah, it was like a nice little, like, oh, okay. I see your game making me think about the level and how to maneuver my way through it. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> But still stressful, because... A whole thousand percent. You're on a DS, so it's just, like... I I don't know. Like, there's just ever so slightly a lag in your movement. Where, like, there were so many times when, like, I was, like, about to, like, you know, make my break for it. But, like, I felt like I, like, started walking too late. And then I got scared. I was like, no, no, no. no, Go back. (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely, like, two times I made it almost to... Because I... I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I remember where the area debug is, and also the the radar is like blipping like crazy. And right before getting to where I'm pretty sure where I knew it was, um, you know, you make one little mistake, and a car soldier's like, "What are you doing here? Get out of here!" 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, cute little uses of the glitches. Yep. Uh, but we have one more big one left in store. So let's get to it, shall we? So once we make our way back to the clearing, uh, we can solve Alice's little puzzler, uh, which is to say she was chasing the white rabbit. Gasp. Until she fell down a peculiar hole. (laughs) And she tried talking to the Cheshire cat. Who told her to talk to... This is the one that kept stumping me because like, this is the only one I don't have. Yeah. Uh, the Queen of Hearts, which, yeah, is the one you get from the Black Card Soldier once you tell him about the White Roses. Mm-hmm. And then, yay, congratulations. She remembers the keyhole was right behind her in the Queen's Court, which <laughs> somehow appeases the card who was guarding the entrance the whole time and then... He lets us in. Oh, so, she straight up tricks okay. him into letting us go in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Little, okay, yeah. I, she does a little thing. She does do. <laughs> she does do a thing. It's 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 you know it's it's actually seeing a bit of Alice because she doesn't have many like impactful yeah. moments in in one. And I right. don't even remember what Calm did. Let's not even talk about that. No one does exactly. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she plays. She's like she's like or the culture says nobody can see the queen. The usual bit. And she's like, well, the queen asked us yep. to to come, so we should go. And he's like, okay, and just lets you on through. <laughs> and even Sora says like, yeah. wow, I didn't know the queen was waiting all this time. And she's like, silly boy. And he's like, huh? yeah, don't be silly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's her one moment of doing a thing, which. Eh, I guess I was gonna say like from what I remember of the movie when I watched it during the first season, mm-hmm. I guess falls in line with her character. She's, she's got a little tood. Um, so yeah, fun characterization. Love to see it with what little scraps we can get. Um, yeah, basically. But if you're a real gamer, which apparently I'm not because I completely missed this, <laughs> um, I guess you can talk to her a second time to to unload the rest of those inklings. <laughs> yes. So it's actually uh, uh, I I messed this up, and luckily I saved right before talking to Alice. So w- basically, once red flag, red flag, like warning going off, save your game before you talk to Alice because it's nonstop action until the end of the world from here on out. So mm-hmm. I I was off by I think I had fourteen to the sixteen. And, yeah, when she's like, it's the keyhole in the courtyard, I remember now. Or the court, sorry. There's an option to, all right, let's go, or wait, do you remember more? And so when you hit that one, it lets you um, oh. enter the, yep, there you go. It lets you enter the extra inklings I, to try just, to piece it together. That's so annoying, because I, I just completely assumed that was just, like, your standard video game, like, cancel option like wait i need more time to prepare yes so it it is oh this is like a key dialogue sequence that you should do yeah it's a it's a blink and you'll miss it definitely Uh, um the rewards that's really uncommon so you're not like oh my god i missed the best skill in the game but you do get a reward for investing a little bit more so like super quickly it's just 
Alice's story leading up to Sora summing up. So uh, she was yeah. captured by card soldiers. The queen was going to put her on trial because she's crazy. She runs into the tea party with the March Hare and the Mad Hatter, who are doing their very merry unbirthday, and then she runs into the doorknob. And so the reward for that is a cure plus one. So I think I have like three or four cures lying around. So it's not super rare, but also not super common either. So it's a nice little, hey, you did extra biddies, essentially. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, yeah, because... You'll probably have the inkling. It's basically like getting all the evidence in KH1 and exactly. just getting yeah. Blizzard early. Like, it's not game-breaking by any means, but it's a nice little surprise. So Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll move on. <laughs> so, yeah, we make our way to the courtyard. And the Queen of Hearts does her usual bit, like, ah, kill them all. They're the ones who did the crime. Yeah. Which <laughs> is... Uh, she thinks that Alice and Sora stole her memories, which... Yep. Isn't that the exact same dilemma from Chain of Memories? Yes, it is. I literally said out loud, why does this seem familiar? Ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> like, alright, come on. I think it's... I think it's time to retire the old... The old crown, ma'am. Like, your you, you, yesterday's news. Her best, done, her best years up. are behind her. Yeah, like, okay, you, you got two songs and you sung them both already. Like, it's time to move on. Like, it's the same bit. Year after year, we get it. You're angry and you blame people on your own mistakes. Um, so, yeah, then she does the old, ah, pull up the, the birdcage. Mm. What has the keyhole in it? And then there's this really weird exchange where... Alice and Sora are basically like going back and forth like you go to the keyhole no you go to the keyhole and Sora's like okay you stay here I'll go get it I don't know I I think it's I think I think it's Alice I forget I know it ends up with uh, Sora telling Alice to leave so yeah I forget if she's like well we have to get out of here oh no yeah yeah Alice is like let's leave and Sora like Sora's like this is my one shot at getting to the keyhole so you should get out of here and yeah. you be safe, and I'll stay and I'll I'll do the I'll do the Sora thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I guess we've never been in this scenario, right? Where like another character has been, or at least like um like a non-Donald or Goofy, a non-party member, yeah, or like kind of like thrust into like like a main plot moment mm-hmm. so like yeah i guess it makes sense for him to be like okay well here's what you should do once i'm gone once once the camera leaves you and you follow my story um yeah you should get to safety <laughs> instead of getting kidnapped um so yeah interesting Interesting, these, these these little data bites, these coagulations of ones and zeros, they, they, they truly have the emotions of a real heart. <laughs> <laughs> ah, make it stop. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we get a little gameplay section of the, like, weird gear tower that you gotta whack, which is, I don't know. 
really underbaked. It's probably like the yeah. most underwhelming section of the world. So yeah, it's they do the tower so thing. And then they also, there's like a maze that shows up too, but it's really easy to get around. It's basically just three turns to get to the other side. Yeah. And there's some cards <laughs> running around that you yeah. can fight, but it, they're I mean, pushovers. Yeah, it's a variance <laughs> on the, although I wouldn't, well, maybe I wasn't proud. So I had one issue where the one of the black card okay. soldiers, because they'll still, they'll do like little patrollies and they will come right after you. So they have a set pathway. Mm. The black card on the left side, so where you start the area, f- found me, and I was like, oh, I hit him. I hit me first, so I was like, ah. But then I got minor stun-locked into, like, he just, he, like, he didn't attack. I got knocked back. He didn't attack uh-huh. again. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Managed to dodge roll out of one of them, luckily. But I was, I think it was just a combination of being in that maze, so just being, like, I think up against a wall or something, and just the cat, like, the character animations reacting faster Uh than i could move essentially but for a moment i was like no 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 but luckily again yeah i would have expected that given you know all the the pageantry of you know the whole level changing basically but yeah it was kind of a pushover like the hardest part for me was Trying to whack the tower, because that's what you do, mm-hmm. but nothing happening, and then thinking, okay, I'll just go to the other side and try that, and then I did. And then <laughs> Sora starts to say, like, oh, I think that's that's working. If I, like, time it just right, or, like, just, like, really overcomplicates the issue, I was like, oh, okay, is this some weird, like, yes. timing thing where I have to hit it, like, <laughs> when, like it like aligns the right way but no you just keep hitting it yeah that only gets it down like halfway so i was like oh i guess i do have to hit the other side yeah so then i ran back and did it and i didn't do that the first time because the game's weird collision detection just i was swinging at it but it wasn't connecting so i guess i was just like a smidge off from the actual hurt box oh maybe <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of at the, cool. it's 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 at a similar angle because you're in a head mage to top head head hedge maze to when you're mm-hmm. in one and it's top down, but it's slightly askew so you can kind of get some depth. I think a little bit, but yeah, it's it's very easy to kind of lose your depth perception because I feel like it's again it's an angle you don't have combat in. Like again in the mazes, we're running around. We're not trying to fight anything. We're trying to like not avoid being seen. And here it's it's kind of a mm-hmm. weird combination of both, so it's a uh, not something we're yeah. basically we haven't been doing at all so far in this world. So yeah. So once we lower the cage, we can access the keyhole. Woohoo! Yeah. Brings us into the wacky world of run and gun gameplay. Yay! <laughs> um. So yeah. Our, our boss gimmick this time is the keyhole shooter section, which is basically an auto runner combined with, um, um, like an on rail kind of like gummy ship gameplay. Yeah. Basically. Hey, you want um, to know how Sora traveled and maybe that question will be answered, but for now, uh, hey, look, here's, here's a gummy ship gameplay. <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, it's it's 
fine. <laughs> it's not it's not super precise, but it's not completely right. obtuse. It's a uh, the controls are a little slippery, definitely compared to the regular gameplay yeah. controls, but it's 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 not unplayable by any means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can do a rapid fire. Uh, well, you can fire for as quickly as you can tap the button or you can hold it uh to lock up. Uh, auto lock up to five targets <laughs> which most of the enemies do come in groups of five so that's very polite of them yeah um, the enemies luckily are not the worst no, i shouldn't say the worst part the enemies are not the most troubling part of the level which is good uh, i think there, yes. there's three stages the first one's like mostly enemies some blocks and then it gets more um yeah. complex as obviously the stages get on and we get further in but yeah luckily they have enemies appear mostly in fives if not they're usually like they they always spawn from behind you and then uh float in front of you so if you can't lock onto them all you can just literally just spam your shot uh move and just eliminate them mm-hmm. before they even get to like the back line where they then disperse and start attacking you so they're the most minor inconvenience of this level. Yep. Um, yeah, but if for some reason you need a power-up, our little spell enhancers come back. Yes! They all do slightly different things. Um, so, I don't even remember them all. I the fire get... one... I know the, if the fire one was fireball... The arrow the one, one is basically the same as your basic shot. Which essentially, is yeah. I think the arrow is wind shield and not arrow shield or arrow jump. One of it's. Exactly. It was incredibly situational. Like I think the idea was to use it as the enemies are coming through because it's basically a constant um, hitbox around you. But yeah, it's 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 kind of like original arrow, but it lasts for a hot yeah. second. So I, uh, I did weirdly enough get that one the most so i'd use it just to get out of a sticky situation like if there are a lot of times where blocks appear and the block wall obviously is stationary yeah yeah i think it was more useful for that yeah so i use that a lot the other one uh, i forget if it's thunder spear but it's something thunder related but it functions like that one was good just like the other one it was like thunder wall maybe oh no thunder spear yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i think it's the same thing where it just makes a wall of thunder and then just shoots it forward. So it just kind of like... It's basically a, a room clearer. Yeah, you know, essentially. Clearer. And then I think the Blizzard one appeared only once and I definitely missed it. So <laughs> I I grabbed it. I think I died before I used it though. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't, I, don't I had like one this. appearance. There, <laughs> I, we mentioned the slippery controls. There are so many times where... Our, I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab a new thing. Nope, I was three three millimeters yeah. to the right. Nope, you don't get a new power-up. And I'm like, aww. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, but yeah, it gets a little tricky when the blocks come into play. Specifically, so there are prize blocks interspersed throughout the bad blocks. And yeah. trying to get those was, yeah. Oh yeah, controls are so imprecise. Yeah, and I just give it to Yeah, because you can lock on to the blocks as well, but still, you have to. Your cursor has to go in front of it first, 
So especially when it's a stationary yeah. wall that's just, you're getting closer and closer to it, you don't have time to lock on a shot. You have to be precise yeah, to, try yeah, to, exactly. to crack that bad boy. So, yeah. Yeah, but from what I gathered, they didn't really have, you know, much good loot yeah, on them. It's I think they just HP and money orbs. Exactly, yeah. I think they just drop HP for the area because yeah. there's no healing aside from HP prizes from enemies or prize blocks. So that's just the benefit of cracking them exactly. open. So yeah. Yeah. So once we get to the end of a stage, we get our boss proper, which is none other than the tricky trick Meister. Trixie. Yay. He, um, he back. So yeah. He's, he got some tricks up his sleeve. But yeah, for the most part, pretty straightforward. So Yep. He's got a little fire wall attack where he kind of sends out like a line of fire that you gotta dodge or jump over. Yep. Uh, and then he's got a single fire which kind of homes in on you, which mm-hmm. was a little tricky for me. Like, I tried dodging it by like starting at one corner, then waiting for him to shoot, and then just moving to the opposite. But I don't know, it was too, it was too fast for that. So then yeah. I just tried jumping over it after that, and that kind of worked. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I got, like, the homing fire attack, like, one or two times. I think I just jumped over it both times. But it had, like, a thing where, like, he does his... He still does the trick master, like, where his arms go up, and then his arms go down, and then it shoots off. So it definitely, yeah. like, it starts off fast, or, or... Yeah, yeah, it, like... Or it starts slow, and then picks up, and then, like, the momentum's kind of funky. Obviously, the game's trying to trick you, and obviously trying to hit you essentially um but yeah luckily i did run into that one too much i i just kept getting hit with not hit with but like he just kept using firewall on me so i would just essentially a lot of this boss fight me first was just because technically the trick master has five uh like lock on points like most of his body if it takes a shot he takes damage there's no, no weird like i think back to well to kh1 obviously and even uh chain of memories where his hit her hurt box is only the head so you know you have to climb up to right. the head yeah. to do damage this one you can just shoot the feet so i literally just like didn't matter where it is just kind of yeah. like mash harder on the a button just to wow. especially while, while he's doing the attack wind up especially just like and just whittle down the hp bar very quickly yeah yeah i found i was focusing more on like the lock on which is you know, more situational, but yeah, I should have just been doing the rapid fire. That seems to be much more effective. Yeah, I definitely um, started out doing lock on too, and then I'm like, wait, wait a minute, the feet, the feet, yeah, yeah okay, the and then thing. just. Yep, pretty much. So once you beat him once, he shrivels down, which I thought we were gonna start fighting him when he's teeny tiny and then he'd be a much smaller target so it'd be hard but no that's just his way of running away <laughs> and preparing for stage two which is pretty similar but now he can start sending blocks at you uh which is pretty annoying and then yeah the block walls are painless. might yes. start summoning enemies but that kind of helps because then they give you hp so that's true yay so yeah each each like stage he gets like a new thing so the one time he gets the block yeah. wall and the next time he does he gets like the 
it's called spin fire, but they're just like these big meteors that you can dodge out of the way, or you can try to shoot them before they get to you yes. to blow them up. Yeah. So it's a it's a pick your poison, and luckily both methods work out pretty well. But yeah, there's not like a whole lot of the variance is a lot in the level itself, not honestly in the boss right. fight here. Um, I think um, we didn't mention it, but in certain parts of the stage the screen will flip around so sometimes you're adding like a 45 yeah. degree angle sometimes you're upside down sometimes you're just at a straight 90 so that can be a little disorienting depending on your capabilities definitely um so i think maybe the second or third one he starts to kind of screw with the world to try to throw your sense of direction around but luckily he's still fairly easy to hit at the end of the day yeah um yeah, the screen part's annoying. Mm-hmm, definitely. Specifically when it goes vertical, because um, so jump is either just whatever button you have set to jump or up on the direction yes. pad. But yep. when it flips, that flips your direction, and I don't know, like using a joystick anyway. For some reason, like. Moving up and down to move left and right, it, it's so much easier to slip the the, mm-hmm. the um, mm-hmm. control stick just, you know, ever so slightly for it to register to up. So then you jump and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is so annoying. <laughs> this is why I turn tap, jump, off, and smash. Because <laughs> it never feels good. It never feels good to jump with the analog stick. I hate it. Uh, so that part wasn't fun. But yeah. other than that, yeah, pretty pretty palatable fight, I yeah, would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, except I feel like, and I don't remember how many guard armor I had, mm-hmm. but I feel like I feel like you didn't need that third stage. You could have just condensed it into two. <laughs> definitely, yeah. That's the one thing I had going through Wonderland, I'll, I'll say right now. Some parts do feel bigger than others, so there. It was during this boss yeah. fight, and maybe one of the system sectors where I'm like, I could. The, it wasn't yes. grindy, but I was like, I've been here for a while, so like you, you yeah. feel like you're not making like super progress, essentially, especially when this world is yes, pretty definitely. like got a good flow to it. So yeah, because so guard armor, the third stage, you did like one area, and then you had that big fall to the boss fight arena mm-hmm. so stage three was basically non-existent stage three was here's the boss kick its ass whereas this one's different yep. obviously because there's a, just a trick master at the end of each level that you then have to go ahead and fight exactly but eventually we prevail and the keyhole is sealed yay and then Woo! yeah the game just wastes no time it's just like all right congratulations you beat the world here's what you get kid um, so we get Lady Luck. Yay! Uh-huh. I haven't busted out yet, but it says here that it's more magic-oriented, so... It's right up your alley. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. also, I never used a Lady Luck too much in one, but it had, like, a MP plus two, right? Like, it was mad- more magic-focused. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that tracks Falls here. Mine. Yeah. So I looked ahead at the clock abilities... I just got to uh, the next world, so I haven't gotten to test it out yet. But yeah, the I think the starting ones are like a magic upgrade, which is just your magic is more powerful when you get this. 
um, shell, so magic attacks do less against you. So kind of magic, kind of defense-ish, but overall uh, it's different than Kingdom Key, different than Wishing Star, so a sort of natural progression or exploration of what the Keyblade and what the clock abilities can perform. So definitely appreciated. Yeah. Not getting like the same shtick over and over or multiple times. So Yes, definitely. Um so yeah, once we exit the keyhole, we find the queen is miraculously her memories have been restored. Yay. Um she's the exact same pain and all in the, the blocks ass. are gone. <laughs> pretty much yeah so yay that that was super weird um it might just be a story might just literally be a story moment but um we obviously made note of last episode where sora does the guard armor fight comes out and he's like but there's still blocks and then mickey goes you have to use your power sora and he's like my power because he's data sora obviously right. not normal sora whereas this time uh he pops out and the blocks are immediately like hasta bye bye so there's yeah so i forget which is the i think it's just the blocks are gone going forward i think the traverse town one was just an offbeat like don't forget guys sora's special don't you forget that uh, so i think this is going to be more commonplace yeah, going it forward. might be like how in cage one they make a point in wonderland of showing him being all confused about sealing the keel like whoa but then yeah. immediately after that he just has the hang of it and just does it automatically. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that might just be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The day is saved. Whoop. And then we pretty much immediately cut back to Disney Castle for our plot, quote unquote, uh, <laughs> of the day. So yeah, we get a new journal page. What says, there are more hearts than the one you have just undone, which... Does that sound familiar? I had to like, yeah, I had to double check. I was like, wait a minute, the, you, you done you done told us this already. What do you mean this is new? Yeah, I I uh, <laughs> like I can I, tell. Are they just so similar to each other that I just can't tell, or is this literally just worth? No, I went I went back, <laughs> looked at my notes from end of uh, Destiny Islands, went back and watched the cutscene to make sure I'm not losing my damn mind. It says the exact same. It's the same note as the first journal entry that magically appeared at the end of Destiny Island. Yeah, the game's gaslighting us. Yeah, exactly. Because then they're all like, look, a new message. Yeah. What, what the hell? No going to remark on this? <laughs> I don't understand. So Ugh. I guess the assumption is that it's a new message, but it's the exact same thing being, bitch, your job ain't done yet. But Yeah, like, are we just going to hear this every time we finish a world, like... I don't remember, and now I'm scared. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's there are more hearts going on. Whoop-de-doo-dah. And there's not even, um, like, a video. I mean, mind you, I guess now we're in a Disney World, so plot. Yeah, it was very unceremonious. Definitely. This is the one that it just left the worst taste in my mouth, so I'm curious what the other ones are. Not remembering, again, right. the details. But yeah. It usually, so far, it's been a pattern of video, or a video of something that the characters have not seen yet, and then a new journal page, so we know what kind of progression is happening. This one, there is no message, it's a journal entry we've seen before, so it's kind of like a, yeah. what the hell's going on here, type of moment. Yeah, 
and in light of what's about to unfold, I'm not sure if this is all intentional, but yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the gang finds out. Oh, the door's locked. What's going on? And I don't know. Heartless or whatever are like invading. <laughs> the alarms are still going off. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I think they comment like the door's still locked and they're still just like, well, we can't do shit. Sorry, yeah. I guess. Apologizing to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Then we have a quick aside between Sora and the Black Coat, mm-hmm. who explains this world has been connected. Uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah, we're kind of cut back and forth between the two parties until the door to the library opens, and it's none other than Sora. What? Not that Sora. It's the day of Sora. Wow. He's a real boy. Ah. Or is he? And then... They look between themselves and the monitor, and they see that now they're on the monitor. Oh, no. And they realize, finally, the call is coming from inside Inside the the castle. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Well, actually, they don't realize it. It it takes them a minute to to catch on. (laughs) (laughs) They need to be verbally explained to by none other than the black coat, which we find out. Is Riku, but not actually Riku. Riku. It is, after a very long explanation, the embodiment that Jiminy's journal decided to take on. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's your answer. I will, so I am curious if this is what you were like vaguely remembering in like the earlier episodes where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know who the black coat is, but I don't remember exactly who the black coat is. Yeah. It was who I was leaning to, but... Gotcha, yeah. What I know of the game's ending, there was another candidate who I was briefly flirting with, but mm. yeah, I, I kind of figured it would end up being him. So we have another one. Yeah, it's Riku. <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's weird. It's I forget I because rem- I remember I would read a lot of plot summaries of the game and just mm-hmm. like the way they described it it was like it was like the journal personified and it's like basically and like they would they yep. wouldn't refer to him as Riku or Data Riku they would refer to him as Jiminy's journal which is correct like, what but I think <laughs> I have to look into like the character sections like obviously like shout out to KHWiki because that's what I use a lot when we go back and reference certain story yeah. beats or mechanics but most places he is notified as data riku in dialogue they will say the journal or jiminy's journal with capitalizations like like almost like a name or a proper noun essentially so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so is it i mean i guess we'll find out as the game goes on but like is it just data riku as in the riku that would have appeared in destiny islands plus all the bonus memories or is it just the bonus memories and then he chose riku as his his profile icon the the latter (laughs) yeah yeah it gives it gives so he's a different being than data riku which is to imply that 
Oh, okay. Yeah, Jiminy's yeah. journal dash Riku could then meet data Riku. Oh. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. The Jiminy's journal is. Uh, I don't it think is the two merge. It, it it is the two. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So so you, okay. the journal comes into play a lot, definitely in the lighter half, and I think that's probably some other things that will come up. But yeah, the this Riku that we see, data Riku, is the same person or same being, I should say, throughout the entire. Um, time were encoded i i went back and i referenced the action and i'm like he doesn't show up anywhere else right yep he is specifically a recoded they'll reference like maybe once or twice like in future games him but other than that he is kind of his own unique character well he's a semi-unique character stuffed inside a riku uh cosplay yeah. <laughs> um but they yeah, give a weird explanation similar as to, to Riku replica yes he is not Riku thing. replica so this was one of the <laughs> if we if you know we flash back five years to the pre-kh3 hype there was a lot of i think we had seen who character we know ended up being uh mm-hmm. dark riku from kh1 but people were speculating mm-hmm. is it jiminy's journal from the datascape or would it be Riku replica the yeah. the answer was neither unfortunately but yeah data riku is specifically just the he he, he over explains it kind of oddly but he says that when the journal was basically being created into data and the bugs invaded the memories pulled themselves together essentially created data riku, or riku as an avatar and the inner like the journal's inner workings and its memories that you're trying to actually find are like like uh inside of him so he's essentially like a firewall like he is yeah keeping out the bad stuff while also trying to help guide the heroes through the journal so that they can find what we're looking for essentially (laughs) i get it does make you question okay why doesn't he just tell them everything he knows exactly these memories are hidden (laughs) (laughs) unless it's like the day the journal's like self-serving and he's like wants them to go through all the worlds to like properly get rid of the bugs but then the other weird fact of the equation is turns out he was the one who brought them into the data world somehow yeah for that's some reason <laughs> big big hand wave right there i don't think honestly and i'll i'll give the listeners a brief respite they don't go into detail about how it happened because mickey and donald goofy are just like wait we're in the real world right and he's like nah fam you're in the datascape and that's when they yeah like, i think he does something and uh, then you can hear chip and dale from the we- real world yelling into the monitor being like hey guys hey guys can you hear us finally and so the pieces click together but yeah it's never mentioned or explained so don't try to wrap your head around it he brought in yeah, like, th- the rest of them just to help with the the journal stuff because i think the thing that's preventing them from just getting the stuff they want and being like we did it we did it we did it hey is the bugs so essentially the reason we have to redo most of kingdom hearts one essentially yeah but like i don't know what what do they have to gain by physically being in the data escape like if anything it seems like they're less helpful that's a good that's a good question for another time (laughs) Yeah, because yeah. like, I'm. I mean, it, seem, it seems very out of character for Jiminy's journal to 
basically like entrap them? <laughs> a little bit. So like if the journal is the summation of Jiminy recounting <laughs> their adventures, like it would be a good natured journal. Yes, these are all good intentions. I I honestly I don't even rereading my notes. There's not a good explanation as to why they were pulled yeah. in, just the fact that, oh, you can help me better from inside the Datascape. And that's we'll actually see, but... <laughs> similar to what you're saying. They immediately ask, how the hell can we get out of here? And uh, the second they ask that, there's like this like lily red light alarm, hacker, yeah. intruder detected. And... Yeah, like they're in danger now. <laughs> yeah, they're more in danger. Like it... He like basically kidnapped them. He's like a little bit. This was not consensual. Help me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'll release you, but you gotta do what I ask first. Like, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. So the, yeah, they um, and Riku, Data Riku, the journal, whatever preference we'll eventually decide on. But yeah, Mickey asks like, "Can you send us home?" And he's like, "I can definitely repair the link, but with whoever the hell is trying to get in." And most likely the bugs, I won't be able to make, like, a secure link. A.K.A. we still have to play through the game. We don't get the easy escape yeah. route, unfortunately. <laughs> it's basically the plot of uh, Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Man's not it wrong, though. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter if you want to escape the game. The only way to leave is to, to play through the final level. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Um, so, yeah. Data Sora hears all this and says, alright, no problem. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and I'll go stop them there, bugs. Exactly. And Mickey's like, what? But why would you do such a thing? That's so strange and out of turn for you. Like, <laughs> oh, we're friends, right? That's what I do, baby. Exactly. And he just says goodbye and runs off again to the questionable outside world the non-existent travel system <laughs> yeah because like okay i guess i get it when like he just moves from world to world according to the journal but like how did he make this detour from wonderland to disney castle to now olympus coliseum like yeah explain I am that <laughs> trying to remember the 2.5 cutscene i watched like a, a this was me double checking i wasn't losing my mind that the journal entry was the same as the destiny islands one um he, yeah the uh, the journal just coaxes sora to come after or he even said he does his ominous impression and then mickey from mickey from inside the datascape not the real world says after him sora and he just chases him and all of a sudden it's boop mm -hmm. we're in or in Disney Castle, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that is that. Things are happening. Oh no. Woo! So, next up, Olympus Coliseum, baby! Which, yes. Yeah, very curious to see how they stretch this one out. Will it just be... You know, a bunch of Coliseum fights, or will they shake up the formula a bit and give us more stuff to do? Perhaps. It is, uh, it is one of the few worlds I remember very clearly, actually. So, 
We'll be okay. interested to interested. see it again. Yeah. Excited to check it out. But yeah, that about wraps it for this week. So, yeah, we really hit our stride, I would say. Yeah. So, the game is gaming. We're having a great old time. The loop is afoot. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. So, in the meantime, what else can they do? Well, they so desperately wait to see <laughs> if they can break out of this data prison. <laughs> in the meantime, you can follow this show right here, where I post scathing posts about my co-hosts that you'll never see uh, at oh, most no. on social media platforms. I can't agree to that. Mm, we'll see. Uh, it's in the contract. It's the fine script. Don't, just, don't, don't worry about oh, it. Ah, shoot. <laughs> uh, you can find Only us. Only I had digitized the contract and then created mm. an avatar of it to explain these things to me. Exactly. <laughs> we wouldn't be in this situation. I wouldn't be profiting. Let's not worry about that section right now. But you can follow us at KHPH Podcast. The Gmail is the exact same thing, but just with the at Gmail. Uh, you can always subscribe to the show via the link in the show description. You don't have to, but, you know, always uh, keeps the gravy train a-growing. The, the, show will, the show will never stop until we are sick or tired of it. But, you know, money helps us pay for the things that keep the show running. So at the end of the day, we yeah. appreciate all of our supporters. Thank you and you and you and you and you. Yeah, thanks for listening. To the non-existent travel system in a way? Yeah, to the, uh... Yeah, we still haven't figured that out, have we? To the long to hallway the... with the cornerstone of light, that's definitely the way we travel. A thousand percent. Yeah, apparently. Is it like, um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like a Flintstones cartoon where they just kind of... The background just kind of cycles through itself, and then they're just magically where they need to be. Might I don't as, know. Might as well be. People. <laughs> yeah. To the, um, yeah. I don't know. To the desktop shortcuts. And away. Woo! <laughs>